everyone. Welcome to Postcard Brews. This is the podcast where we do a review while drinking a cold brew. I'm Dave. I'm Matt. And I'm John. And on today's episode, we are going to re- be reviewing DC's <clears throat> second attempt at the Suicide Squad. And as people that have followed this podcast before, we've had some very one-sided opinions on the first Suicide Squad that came out back in 2016, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's right, yeah. David Ayer, you know how that it was kind of a cinematic flop. Mm-hmm. And the art of like trailers for that one, too. We were so hyped about the trailers for that and Harley Quinn, the Joker, Will Smith. I mean, like we were really hyped up for that thing, and then it just you know, fell flat on its face throughout the, through it. But this one was really surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this one was very good. Yeah, One of the better movies I've seen this year. And for me personally, this was like the second film that i saw in theaters mm-hmm. you know i'm gonna call it post-covid because we're still in covid but like post-lockdown i should say and i gotta be honest just from initial thoughts i thought this is fairly good it was very good as yeah. a movie i mean yeah definitely. i went in with zero expectations and i want to make that very very clear to our listeners like mm-hmm. i had no expectation. Kind of like I did with Black Widow. I had mm-hmm. no expectation going into this. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw the positive reviews, and I, I heard it was doing good. But I still kind of had that, that first Suicide Squad, like you were saying, Dave, where it was like, I mean, that got me really excited. And then I saw it, and I was like, eh. But, um, no, this was good. And, I mean, I think a lot of that credit to James Gunn for really, you know, writing these characters well and directing a good movie. But right. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought this was really... I mean, the movie's, like, pure, like, James Gunn. But, and, it, and it doesn't feel like it has to be too tied to the DCEU. I mean, you know, it's definitely still some connections there, but it's really its own thing, and I think it's all the better for it. It's definitely, like, you definitely see the stark difference. <laughs> the stark gun, James Gunn. Yeah. Stark difference between James Gunn and David Ayer's versions of this. Mm-hmm. It's night and day. Yeah. But before we get into more of the nitty-gritty with the Suicide Squad... We do have a beer today that we are reviewing, and it is the Captain Dynamite IPA Voodoo Ranger, and it's from New Belgium Brewing, and that is in Collins, Colorado, and Asheville, North Carolina. I guess there's two different locations for this one. Mm-hmm. This can's kind of cool. It, it definitely has like a Suicide Squad kind of feel. We have our protagonist on the can. He looks like a mixture between Captain Boomerang and Dry Bones. Mm-hmm. Dry bones. <laughs> I was gonna say it looks like Captain Dynamite would be a part of the Suicide Squad. Yeah, it? exactly. And yeah. you know the um, the color rays behind them too, in different colors. That's the thing about these Suicide Squad movies; they're always full of color. Oh yeah, definitely. Even the dark 2016 one, especially yeah. this one. I mean, this one's. I mean, this one's brighter. I think the other one's a darker color palette. And I think it's just yeah. that uh, that contrast of like these people being degenerates, and then like everything's like bright and blossom and blooming and colorful and like Joe Bynish. We're all the raw one kind of people kind of thing. Yeah. Come on, man. Just let's, let's, anyway. let's crack this sucker. Yeah. yeah. Let's just get right into it. Let's go. Cheers, boys. Wake up while it's cold, ladies. Alright, there's no alcohol content on here anywhere. It's 7.7. 7. 7.7? Yeah, 7. I feel like we've gone up since we done our did our first review. <laughs> Ooh, you can definitely taste this is 7.7% 7. alcohol. It's a smoky little number with a little spice. A little heavier. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I can't pinpoint the actual like aftertaste though. I can't either. I just... there isn't like one distinct like flavor that pops out. I feel like it's just like generic hops. I, see, I don't get full hops, but I get a taste at the end. But I don't know what it is. It's not like fruity or anything. It's I don't know. It's this is like more of like a traditional like IPA kind of tasting beer. Absolutely. Let me see if I can find anything on this one. Captain Dynamite. Is there any? There's no profile on it either. I like I like reading I the profiles. Love, I, I do, do love the artwork though. The artwork's really cool. This is like one of those cans that I would like put like. Mm-hmm. So I used to, you see in my collection. I I save cool beer cans. So when I build my man cave in my bar, and then my basement, I want to have like the the whole back wall just be different cool cans. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, yeah. This might be one that I put on there. This is actually, this is really cool. So it says locked, stocked, and fully hopped. This hazy IPA explodes with tropical citrus flavors and aromas. I don't know how much that's I, false I get advertising. That from I don't this. taste any citrus in, in this at all. Yeah, it's not really knocking my socks off. Uh huh. I think I would give this maybe three out of five brews on my grading scale. Well, our grading scale. I'm giving this a three and a half out of five. Three and a half. Yeah. I think I would go three and a half as well. Mm. Um, I think I like this more than some of the other recent ones we've done. Yeah. I don't think I buy this in a six pack. I think I make this in a mix and six like we just did. Mm. Like just one of these is fine enough for me. Good choice. Setting for that. Yeah. It doesn't have enough of that flavor that really like stands out. Like I'm not going to remember this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I feel like this is one of those ones that like it creeps up on you. Like if you bought a flight at a brewery and like oh, this tastes really good and mm. out of the other ones... Because they're all like milk stouts or something like that. Milk stouts. And then yeah. you buy this as a as a full like pint, and you're just mm. like, yeah, why did I do that? Why? Yeah. That was like when my dad he got the Sam Adams White Christmas through the mix and six because every Christmas Eve, I think I told you guys this, we do that as a gift to each other, so we make do a make a mix and six, mm-hmm. and then Christmas Eve we all sit around after church and. Throw them, throw some beers back, and yeah, taste yeah. them and stuff like that. But he had the white crimson, and he fell in love with it. <laughs> so then he bought two full cases of it. And after like the first beer that he had from the case, he was like, "This sucks." Yeah. Like, why did I do this? <laughs> why did I this regret happen? everything now? Yeah. <laughs> Just a normal PSA here: Don't drink and drive. Don't be stupid. No. Yeah. Be safe. Call someone. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Whatever. The Justice League drinks and drives, not the Suicide Squad. No, not at all. Be like the Suicide Squad. Bye, bye, bye. (laughs) (laughs) And with that said, we spoke a little briefly in the beginning. Dave, open us up. What what did you think? I like this movie. I, 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 like I told you, I went into this with very little expectations. I didn't know what to expect. And I did like the idea, or I did like the premise that it opened up with just like it was established what the Suicide Squad was. It was kind of like a continuation of what they did in the past. I think Margot Robbie's character character even mentions it, like, "Oh, this is like better than the, the last trip. Last trip we went on at one point in the movie." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it open it goes right into it too. Mm-hmm. Um, I the one thing I didn't like was how at least they were hyping up like the big cast of. You know, Pete Davidson and and uh, Yondu and 
mm-hmm. all these big narch characters and names, and they just kill them off in the first like twenty minutes of the yeah. movie. But I kind of liked that too because it kind of brought back to what you said, Dave, where you're like, you know, I feel like he honestly got the nature of the Suicide Squad, and I feel like that's it. It's like they have these, you know chips planted in their brains and it's like if they divert from the mission they blow oh, that's up right. i forgot about that yeah I, um, I told you guys right when i saw it i'm like yeah so the one so the one character diverts from the plan and you actually see his head get blown off mm-hmm. and that was one of the things like yeah we, they put these nanotubes in the back of their heads and mm-hmm. if you divert from the plan they're, they're gonna kill you and they actually yeah. didn't yeah so like we didn't see that in the first suicide squad yeah so like you, no, you, well, you didn't well, know well, it was like well slipknot he tried to run man that first Suicide Squad, and they kick and wing critical and Joe scene. Dirt. Uh, did they, and they they killed them. Yeah. I'll, I'll cut all that. I out think there. I think it, but I don't think you need to because I think it speaks to the fact of how forgettable it is in that 2016. Movie. I mean, the yeah. scene is comical. It's, it's I don't funny. think I can watch that scene at this point and not laugh. You know who played Slipknot, right? Kick and wing from Joe Dirt. Oh, I forgot about that. I forgot about that movie so yeah, bad. Yeah. But I cannot blame you. Yeah, but I, I, I think you know, I, I think James Gunn did a good job at establishing how expendable these characters are supposed to be, you know, or are written. Um, I guess from the comics, and uh, yeah, I mean that whole team gets completely obliterated except for two, pretty much, right? Am I missing anyone, or it's just those two, Rick Flag and Harley? Yeah, no, the rest yeah. of them all. Yeah. Okay. Or uh, well, I mean, I guess someone's. Yeah, it's too, yeah. But one of the post credits scenes <laughs> yeah and like where, where we go from here though like what what do we talk about um i mean jump into the so i mean yeah you have that first suicide squad team that's sort of on the beach and, and like i say you can see how expendable they are and then you know amanda waller viola davis has that second team which is pretty much the team you follow throughout the movie you got blood sport rat catcher 2 King Shark, Polka Dot Man, Peacekeeper. Um, and I, at least from seeing the trailers, I sort of could see where the movie was going. Like, you didn't see a lot of Pete Davidson in the marketing. You didn't see a lot of the Michael Rooker. Uh, but, I mean, you did see a lot of John Cena, a lot of Idris Elba, a lot of right. King Shark. So, you know, I, I think you could tell they were going to be the main focal points of the movie. And I thought it worked well. I mean, I thought that whole team... I, I I don't think there was anyone any like weak link in that whole like concrete Suicide Squad team. Yeah, I mean they all had a really good chemistry together, and when they come in with Harley Quinn and Rick Flag, mm-hmm. you know that works really well. Also, there's like this is one of those movies where I think there's like a character for everyone. Like there's someone you can all latch on to. Yeah. I think they all do a really really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, and James Gunn writes them really well. I yeah, mean, this is kind yeah. of his niche, these kind mm-hmm. of team-up movies. And yeah. he really does it well, I think, here again. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and it's different. I don't think it's the same thing as like Guardians of the Galaxy. No, yeah. I like that he's just operating in... Like, I feel like with Guardians, at least, like you had some really great scenes with the characters, but at the end of the day, he had to throw Thanos in there, and he had to connect it to like the next movie. And I feel like with this, it was, it was just a good movie with these comic book characters. So Yeah. And I, th- I mean, I think he's gotten more comfortable. I mean, I've never seen his one movie, Slither, but I think, like, he's a very kind of mm-hmm. niche and people, yeah. you either like him or you don't. And I think Guardians is kind of an example of a movie where it's like he's 
kind of operating in Marvel's like sandbox. Whereas I think mm-hmm. they gave him a lot more freedom in Guardians too. Yeah, yeah. And I think here he more or less had like complete creative freedom. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't think anyone at DC would have written this movie and had Starro in it. Yeah. Like, aside from that's him. A, that's a great but, point. Yeah. And I, I think that's also like is, yeah, I, I think he, um, James Gunn himself, I feel like he's, he's got a pretty big ego. And, like, sometimes I feel like that's, like, a little off-putting. But, I mean, if he can make a good movie out of it, like he did here, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I, I can agree he does. I follow him on Instagram, mm-hmm. and some, sometimes some of the things he posts are a little bit just yeah. very... Like, he thinks he's, like, the best. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, some of his things are better than other. I mean, I think I'm more of a defender of Guardians 2 than... Like, I probably mm-hmm. like that movie more than you and Dave. But, yeah. I mean, that movie has its problems, for sure. I just recently rewatched it, too, and I was like, I I still feel the same way, where I don't really like it that much. Yeah. Yeah. I, so. Coming off that first one, I can totally get how mm-hmm. it's... But this is a, the Suicide Squad review. Um, so, who, uh, who stood out to you the most in this one? Uh, I... I think Idris Elba was probably my my favorite in this movie, and I, I've liked Idris Elba a lot. I like him in The Wire. I liked him in a lot of the stuff that he's done since then. But I, um, yeah, I mean, I thought he was good. I mean, I know there's a lot of comparisons to him with Will Smith as uh, Deadshot in that first Suicide Squad. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I thought he he carried this movie really well. And I was glad to see him sort of make it out at the end of this. It seemed like they made him like, like the focal like ringleader too, especially with mm-hmm. the whole like, premise of the threat of killing his daughter and if he yeah. didn't join. And definitely, like, he definitely had like the most to lose with it. Mm-hmm. Although their relationship was kind of like kind of bizarre, I, questionable. I like that the relationship with his daughter was different from Will Smith. Um, yeah. And it was I'm, like he didn't have a great relationship with her, which right. I like. But it was yeah. still like there was something there. Like yeah. obviously he cared for her, but mm-hmm. I will say I don't really know how Will Smith would have operated in like a James Gunn movie. Mm-hmm. I don't, and I mean, if he decided to do the King Richard movie over this, I mm-hmm. can't really fault him because yeah. I think he looks really good in that. Especially yeah. The, yeah. the David Ayer like adaptation of Deathstroke too. Or Deadshot that we got. He's mm-hmm. uh, he's like one of the best parts of that. I mean, him and Harley Quinn, yeah. I think, are the highlights of that mm-hmm. movie more than anything. Yeah. But even talk about like who they like, stole the show. I think John Cena stole the show in this movie. I I would agree with you. John Cena was good. I don't think I liked him as much as you guys did, but like I I don't think he was bad in it. You know. And this was the best thing. I, I I have not seen Trainwreck. I've heard nothing but good things about him mm-hmm. in that. But this was the best thing. I, and I mean, I liked him in Blockers. He's a, he's okay in Bumblebee, but. He says some. I mean, he was cracking me up in this, but I mean, his character is just he. He, I, my favorite is still him in Blockers, but he he has some great scenes in this too. Yeah, I'm just thinking of like the things that made me laugh. Like they all come at like King Shark is trying to eat one of them in the middle of the night, and they all come running up, and it's all them just and Cena and doesn't but just like tightways for no reason at all. Yeah, yeah. Just some of the stuff he says, like it does not even. I think it's just the way he like delivers it. He, like he's got one, great delivery. They're doing yeah. like the explosives. Damn it, Nanawe. <laughs> I like the one where he's. I forget. Like he throws the the dart at the one guy, and Idris Elba makes a line, and then like he just says like, "Man, well, unless your weapons are dope, like." Or he's like, know. "Oh, it's like no one likes a show off. It's like yeah. unless what they're showing off is dope as fuck." Yeah. <laughs> that was it. But it's it's the, the way he delivers that line though yeah. that's really funny. Him, I mean, him and Ilge Ebo worked really well together. Yeah, yeah. They really 
played off each other very well. At least like me, I like the Bumblebee movie a lot. But again, like I said, like he, I think he's just like okay in that. He's just there. He's come a long way from this to that. And I mean, I, it's probably going to depend on who he's working with. I mean, yeah. him and James Gunn probably. He's getting his own show on HBO Max. They clearly. I, I yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that show too. I think that's a good sign. And I know, I mean, Dave, you're more well versed than WWE. I've never been a big rock guy, and I have nothing against The Rock, but I don't think I've ever, like, really gravitated toward his movies. But I will say, yeah, like, after seeing Cena in, like, Trainwreck and Blockers and Bumblebee and, like, this, like, I, I I would say, I mean, of everyone out of the WWE, I think he's probably my favorite. Batista's, like, following him pretty slightly, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I think in terms of, I mean, The Rock is just the epitome of, like, the athlete that mm. went from playing to acting and did it flawlessly like the rock is just a charismatic person all around mm. and I, I think john cena might be the closest thing that we get to him but batista's not too far behind yeah yeah batista's I, and, great and, and, he's, I, he's and, in a I don't, lot too. and i'm skeptical about batista just because he landed with drax mm-hmm. and that was just such an iconic thing for him to do and it set him up for life just mm-hmm. that role alone but, he's got a he's yeah. got a great agent too, Batista. He's an oh yeah, I, he has an like, impressive resume. When you yeah. like, comparing all of them, like I think Batista has the most impressive impressive mm-hmm. resume. I think Cena might have the most impressive comic range. Yeah. W- yeah. One thing that's interesting though that I'll say is I haven't seen F nine yet. Mm-hmm. I I'd be curious to know how he is in that because I think yeah. he's more of a villain. Like I don't think mm-hmm. he's really doing anything. But like we've seen, that's a good point though because when you look at both. This is funny that we're on, like, a WWE tangent now. But, like, Batista and Cena, like, I feel like they both have been operating the best when they're, like, comedic. Right. Like, and Batista was Inspector. And, like, he didn't really do anything funny Inspector. He, he was said just one heavy. line. But, yeah. Oh. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, I mean, I, I texted you guys last week when I was watching Guardians. I was like, I think Drax is, like, the best part of these movies. Like, you know. And I think Peacemaker is very much John mm-hmm. Cena's Drax. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I think we're going to see that more in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be cool. And I, I think just, if you really want to, like, solidify John Cena as, like, being successful, put him in, like, a serious dr- dramatic role and mm-hmm. see how he does there. And, and I mean, F9, like... I, that's that, not that, a that's, that's like chi- that's like child's that's, play. Like, right. That's no way. Does he like join the team at the end of that or what? Like have I we heard, I really don't know. And he and he hasn't said whether or not he okay. is in like the next ones. But I saw the next ones coming out like April twenty twenty three or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess it's going to be one of those two part. Like the next, this, the final one is going to be the eleventh. Whether yeah. or not you know, but um, that'll probably come out in twenty twenty four. Yeah. But no, I mean, I, I think it's good. We, we've just gone on like a five minute John Cena tangent. I think that just shows how good he was in this movie. Well, but even as we're talking about him, like in my mind, I'm thinking about other like I think it speaks to the quality of this mm-hmm. movie that like I'm well, I like Peacemaker, but I also really like Ratcatcher, too. And I also like Polka Dot Man a lot. And they're all they, I mean, they're really and, good. And I think I think all of that. Like we weren't focused on having Harley Quinn carry the movie like she did in Birds of Prey. I, we haven't yeah. even mentioned her yet. Like, I, I think that speaks to... Yeah. That. No, that's a great point, John. I was going to say that, too, where, like, I was so focused on that main team where you see in the beginning of the movie where it's, like, yeah, like, Bloodsport, Ratcatcher 2, King Shark, Polka Dot Man, and, like, Peacemaker. I wasn't even thinking of Harley Quinn. And, I mean, she joins them later on, but... 
I mean, I thought Harley Quinn was good in this, but I don't think she... I, I was so much more interested in the other characters than her, just because we've already seen two other renditions of her before. She probably more looked like a veteran to like this movie mm-hmm. than, than yeah. anything. But it's interesting, because I know James, Ca- James, James Cameron... <laughs> he didn't direct this. James Gunn. Um, he has mentioned, he's like, Harley Quinn, or Harley, Margot Robbie, is, um, he, he said, like, that's one of my favorite actors to work with. Like, he said, like, he had a really good time working with Margot Robbie. And that was something he said on Instagram, I think. Someone asked him, like, are you excited to, like, like are you going to do something with Harley Quinn again? And he said, like, I would. He's like, but I'd rather just work with Margot Robbie. So Yeah. And I've seen, like, some rumors that he's going to do Gotham City Sirens or something, or... I don't know if I'm the only one that's read that. That could be cool. I don't know that but, I've seen that. I, yeah. He, like, really... Like, I think DC pretty much let him pick whatever he wanted. Mm-hmm. And I think he's such a natural, like, fit for this. But I think there was, I think there was like, rumors that there was a version of this with, like, them going after Superman. I saw that, yeah. Which, like, he... I think he produced that movie Brightburn. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's kind of like a dark Superman, so... Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'd be curious. Cause I'd rather him play keep playing with this in the suicide squad or just see something totally new i don't I, they, they keep trying to do this dark superman I, i'm not really buying it mm-hmm. yeah yeah they they really have not done a good job i mean man of steel was really good but i think they didn't really capitalize on anything after that now, dc's such a train wreck and i mean it's it's kind of like a we keep talking about it it's just like it's I, yeah we do no, nothing really connects yeah. any, anymore and uh, this was at least just like a solo, just mm-hmm. nice comedy. Yeah, which is what I kind of liked about it. But they they do a good job with these. Yeah, you're right. Just like these solo, like this is just its own thing. It doesn't connect to anything else. But it, I mean, it always leaves you wondering because there's always like a post credit scene. And you're like, does this connect to this or that? You know. So. Yeah, I mean, you get like the like what at least two post scenes with Deathstroke showing up and, like, you don't know what the hell he's doing. Yeah, I I had seen... I mean, I saw a rumor, too, where it said, I think in his original script, Joe Manganiello, Deathstroke, was supposed to lead this team. That's what I saw, at least. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone else saw that, but... I could see him being, like, the Idris Elba kind of character. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I did like seeing Idris Elba in this movie. I'll say, I mean, he, cool. he's, he's an actor with yeah. him. He's got a lot of range. And that's true, too. I, I could not have imagined... Like I feel like Will Smith would have been the same dead shot he was in the first Suicide Squad in this. And while I thought he worked in the David Ayer movie, I don't think that same dead shot would have worked in uh, a James Gunn James. Suicide Squad. But also with that said, I thought Rick Flagg worked pretty well in this too. He was a surprise. Like, I, I thought he was pretty forgettable in that first mm-hmm. one, pretty bland. Yeah. But I liked him in this one. Yeah, I liked and, him a lot. And maybe that's proof that maybe Will Smith would have worked in this. Just because, yeah, I mean, I didn't like his character in that first Suicide Squad. But I thought he worked really well in this. And I liked that he had a connection with Bloodsport. Like, I liked that they kind of, like, knew each other beforehand. But, yeah. I don't know. And King Shark, he, he was good. <laughs> CGI, Sloan. the effects are really good in yeah, this movie. Yeah. I mean, him especially. Surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. And King Shark is... Is now like the the social media like fan favorite. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, They're, he's all over the place now. I was worried that they were killing him off for like a, the one scene where like the building was collapsing. Oh um, yeah, I did. I was like sort of sitting there and I was like, are they going to kill him off in this? 
Yeah. The one thing, I, one thing I really like about this movie, and I've thought since we saw it, is like I like how like the team, like they're all bad people, and like they're not superheroes. Like they mess up like a lot in mm-hmm. their mission. Like you know, Polka Dot Man uses those dots, and he like he's why the whole building explodes. Yeah. And just yeah. like they're not like a good you know team like they they, don't work they're not like perfect like you know you'd see with superheroes so i think james gunn did a really good job highlighting that Mm -hmm. functioning and dysfunction yeah yeah that's that's a great point dave (laughs) i mean obviously they saved the day but it's like look like how the hell are they supposed to go up against starro Mm -hmm. really you know yeah (laughs) absolutely did we like amanda waller in this i could have used a little bit more with her um yeah i think she's a really cool character and i think viola davis can do a lot with her Mm -hmm. she's kind of like i I don't know i don't think they really know what to do with her here i think it it was almost kind of like she needs to be in this she felt like she felt like the narrator of a video game in this movie yeah you kind of forget about her at one point yeah you do so she was very i mean i thought she was pretty blunt in the first one i thought they like dialed it up like 10 times more in this one and I didn't think it was bad, but I just felt like it was, I don't know. It, it was just interesting. Because, I mean, there were three, four, I guess, main people that they brought back from that first one. And, I mean, I, I'm glad that they brought her back. But she was just, like, really blunt in this, I felt. I think she had more control over her own, like, character. And I thought she was on more mm-hmm. of a leash in the first one. Mm-hmm. I think what you have to consider with her is, like, she's, like, like, just as despicable as some of these people that are on the team, you know? Yeah. Like, these people That's can die point. for the mission they're going on. So, like, I think they kind of do a good job enforcing that in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, like, I like that she doesn't want them to go against Starro. She's like, look, like, you did what I wanted you to do. Like, let's go. Like, you're done. Yeah. And they kind of go against that. Like, mm-hmm. I like that kind of aspect of it, but it does kind of sideline her as a character. Yeah. yeah. At least for, for me, when I, when I think of, like, DC... And like what works with DC, like obviously Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn works. I'm even gonna put Henry Cavill as Superman works. I agree with that. I um, think he's a great. Gail Godot as Wonder Woman works. Viola Davis as Man of War works. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not much else after that. That I mean, maybe, maybe Jason. Jason Momoa I think Jason Momoa as Aquaman. Works. I don't think the movie's good, but I think he's good. I, I, I put John Cena as Peacemaker, but like there's not much else that really works. Ewan McGregor as Black Mask. No. Spectacular news. Willem Dafoe is uh, Volko, or what's his name? Volko. Volko. Do you think Volko should have been part of the Suicide Squad, Dave? I was wondering if they were to get Joker involved in this at all. I thought, cert- I thought that would be cool. Like Jared Leto's Joker with this. I, I'm telling you, Jared Leto's jo- Jared Leto definitely has a few more movies in his DC contract. I bet where he would. Yeah, I would imagine. Well, I think the popularity from the the nightmare scene from the the Schneider cut is probably going to fuel people to like mm-hmm. we we want to see what what that was about. To want to see more. I guess yeah. if we are doing that, be a cool uh, HBO series. Jared Leto's Joker. No, just like Batman Nightmare, just about the nightmare. I I'm seeing a lot, and they're they're talking about how much of a waste, like. I mean, they they feel like everyone feels like that's gonna go nowhere. That like probably took gonna... at least like a day and a half of like ju- of just that, just shooting that, and it's just like oh, people's wasted time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Amber Heard was there, and I mean, I mean, I don't feel bad for Amber Heard, but like imagine, yeah. but like 
imagine like if you were Amber Heard, like like I wasted my fucking time here with Schneider for a whole day just filming this for no reason. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's like the DC like. There's part of me that likes that they don't really have a plan, mm-hmm. or at least it seems that way. And then there's another part where it's kind of you know, I think things that they have coming up are inter- Like I'm really interested in the Batman. Um, I can't wait for Batman. Black Adam, I think you know. We got to share for that the movie. That was very cool. It was cool seeing that because like, that was the first time we saw it on the big, on big screen. screen. Yeah, I really like the music in that trailer. Yeah, whether or not that's for the movie itself, I don't know. But, but like considering, like at least for me, like the first time I saw that trailer was on my iPhone. You know, yeah. so it's like to be able to see it on a big screen was was really cool. I have a lot of hopes for that. Yeah, um, Black Adam, I think you know could be go either way easily. But I Flash, think... I'm kind of optimistic for yeah. too. But I think, well, because Michael Keaton's in it. I mean, it's got to be good. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I, I think with the whole requirement that now every DC product has to have a show attached to it with mm-hmm. HBO, I, f- I feel like there's a wiggle room to, to write the ship. And I think Flashpoint's really going to start that off. Yeah. I'd be interested to see what show comes out after for Flash. Um, because I'm thinking, like, with this, like, yeah, we got Peacemaker, the Batman, we're getting a Bat, uh, Batgirl uh, show. I think we're getting Gotham. And we're getting Gotham City PD, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Keaton was on Good Morning America this morning, I think, talking about like coming back to Batman. Oh, yeah. What he was saying was interesting. I don't think he said it exclusively in that. I think he said it in a different interview, but it was basically like, you know, he he wanted to see if he could still play this character, like kind of challenge himself in that way. And he said he was surprised at how like easily he was able to slip back into it. Well, he, well Matt and I were... We just both listened to Michael Keaton on Conan O'Brien's podcast, mm-hmm. and that was like his second podcast he's ever done. He mentioned that in the, in the two. Oh yeah, yeah. He'd be cool if he got his own podcast. It seemed like he really enjoyed it, though. He said he, he really liked yeah. doing that. Again, I mean, we'll um, we'll give he, a nice. But he did say I didn't even yeah. put you up. He did say no. like, you know, I, I put the 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 cow back on, and I was like, oh, this is nice. This this is this feels right. Yeah, he's a great so, Batman. He didn't give much after that. He's, yeah, he's, he's my he's Batman. my Batman. I mean, I don't know what you guys think. Like, he's my Batman. When I think of Batman, I think of Michael Keaton. I, I do think of Michael Keaton. I like. I think my Batman is always going to be Christian Bale. But I think the Michael Keaton one is good too. Christian yeah. Bale was really good, but yeah. I, I mean, I, I think just like longevity, like like at least through my lifetime, mm-hmm. like it, it's got to be Keaton. Yeah. Who's your Batman, John? I'm interested. I, I would probably say Christian Bale too. Okay. But like I. I don't know. Like I, I feel like when I think of Batman, like I go more to like the cartoons and the game, especially those games. Yeah. And I think if any Batman was going to carry that into the movies, it was going to be Ben Affleck's. Mm. Um, so I don't think I'd say he's my Batman. I think I go Christian Bale. But I really like those Keaton movies too. I mean, I've I've seen those both quite, a, especially the first one, quite a few times. I mean, that's a great, great yeah. movie from Tim Burton. I will say just from like the, the comic aspect, it's got. I, I think just from that alone, I'm gonna rank it as Keaton, Affleck, and then Christian Bale. That's fair. I mean, Christian Bale played Christian Bale played a great Bruce Wayne. I think his Batman was like questionable, but. I still think it's disappointing. Like, I feel like we were, I feel like we never got the full scope of what Ben Affleck could have done with Batman. And I think he could have done a fantastic job with and, Batman. And I like, think, I think Robert Pattinson is going to have a nice mold of Keaton and Affleck combined. Yeah. Because, I'm very excited to see because what he he's, does. Because he's, Batman's a dark character. Mm-hmm. Very, very dark. And I think, you know, the way Keaton did it with the portraying it to the comics real well and then 
Affleck bring the edgy, darkier side to it. I, I think Pattinson's going to find the way to mold the two together. Mm-hmm. Versions. I just think Christian Bale's version was corporate. Mm-hmm. I think it was too much, too much daytime Batman for me. Like it was, you see, too much time in the day for for yeah. Batman than well, than at night. It goes with what I'm saying. I feel like he played a great Bruce Wayne. He was at those meetings. He was at those you know boardroom things. But his Batman, like, yeah, I mean, he had that raspy voice that everyone makes fun of, and, you know, but, yeah. But he played I, a great Bruce Wayne. I've been meaning to go back through and watch all the Batman movies from the the two Keaton ones, and then I guess the ones we won't really talk about, Val Kilmer and uh, Clooney. But I've wanted to watch the Dark Knight trilogy again mm-hmm. for a while, too. And that trilogy stands alone by itself as being absolutely, people still rave about that trilogy. The Dark Knight trilogy? And that's why I'm not discrediting yeah. Christian Bale at all. I just I just think that my my version of Batman is Keaton and Affleck combined, and I think we're gonna get that with Robert Pattinson. That's fair, and I, I like what you brought up there, John. Where it's like the Arkham games, Batman the animated series, like that. That is what you want in a Batman, and that is what you hope all these actors sort of base it off of. And I, I like that. That's kind of what it seems like this new movie is doing. Like mm-hmm. it's not okay. We're we're just gonna do Penguin. Or we're just going to do Riddler. Like, it's bringing in all these characters that make up Gotham. Yeah. So, with that said, how does this connect to Suicide Squad? <laughs> it's a great Batman discussion, though. Very, very in-depth, yeah. yeah. I, we've done so many DC episodes. We, we like, really have. I was just thinking, like, some of the episodes we did before this, like, we had a Loki episode. We had a Black Widow episode. I was, like, sitting there, and I was like, we really haven't done much Marvel. <laughs> Like, just a couple shows. That was it. Like, I mean, there really wasn't. Was there any? There Marvel, wasn't a lot of Marvel content. Like, I don't think there was any Marvel content at all. Yeah. In twenty twenty. No. No. So, what's the landscape looking like for DC going forward now? We got the Batman. Is that the next thing coming out? The Batman. I saw something where it's like, yeah, the next DC. Part. Well, I guess Pe- we're gonna yeah. get Peacemaker in January. Okay. On That's HBO cool. Max. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Just, just, but, just because of John Cena. John Cena sold me. I, I wasn't really sure about like the mm. whole idea of peacemaker, like, like a, a anti-hero that that wants to do good but is has to do bad to do that good kind of like thing. But I, I like that premise though that it's like he wants to keep the peace, but like he will like be as violent as possible to like make that happen. But I, but I and, think the ending, the way this movie ended, and and spoiler, alert, you think he's dead, but he's really not. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe that might. Be, Maybe he's on, like, mm-hmm. Revenge Tour or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And I think part of it, I guess, like, his father, like, really, like, informed it. And there's, like, I think there's definitely going to be flashbacks flashbacks that play a role in, I think, the, the series. And I think I'm, someone's cast as, like, his dad in the show. And I'm sure you're probably going to get a bunch of the comedy that you, that you got from, like, Suicide Squad. Which I, I think that's the part I'm looking forward to the most. Oh, yeah. Well, that's one thing... James Gunn has said, he said he's loved making the show, the Peacemaker TV series, that, like, after Guardians 3, he might just do TV going forward. Hmm. I don't think he'll stick to that. I think I've always, yeah. I've brought up a couple times, like, if you could sit down and have a beer with anybody, like, your top five, and then I think I mean, my number one is Nick Foles. I would love to sit down and have a beer with Nick Foles. I think John Cena would be number two. Right. Sit down and have a beer with John Cena and just, like, talk to John Cena. I, th- I think I think he'd be up there for, for me. Ask him about Peacemaker. Well, just just like anything. You said your number. I think it was your number four is Don Juan from Bar Rescue. No, Chef Pink from Bar Rescue. 
crickets. No, but this is good though. I mean, I don't have anything else to really say about this movie. Nah, it I was mean, good. It's not going to go anywhere, and a part of me is kind of happy about that. I I would love to see a sequel to this, and I I, I mean I know James Gunn is busy with Guardians three, um, but I would I would definitely love to see him come back and do another one. I'd be curious to see if he could get onto any to a different like product from DC. Yeah, I mean John brought it up where he said they they offered him all these like I think they opportunities. Pre- yeah, they pretty much let him pick whatever he wanted. He was like, "I want to do this." Kind of on top. Have you guys seen Titans? On I have HBO, not. I heard that's getting like really good. Reviews. I hear it's good. Yeah, I've never watched it, but well, yeah. the first two seasons were on, the, were on like the DC like thing, and then HBO bought them, right? Yeah. So now they're all on HBO Max now, and season three continuing on, on mm-hmm. just came out. Yeah, so it's supposed to be really good. I might check it out. Yeah, I've heard it's good. You like all those like CW shows and stuff, but yeah, I really I kind of fell off the wagon with the Flash, but Arrow is really good. Mm-hmm. I liked the Flash for a while. I didn't even get into Supergirl that much. Yeah. And then Bat, and then Bat Woman or Batgirl. I mean, once Ruby Rose left, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> oh it, hell it, no. No, no, it wasn't that, but like, it, it kind of irks me when they they just change like what the lead role. Mm-hmm. They changed the race of the lead role. They changed the sexual identity of the lead role. Mm-hmm. Like just from season two to season three, it's like, how do you want me to get behind that? Yeah. I well, I'm I'm trying to think. I don't I I don't know. She. Something must have been up why she left. Did she leave for any reason, Ruby Rose? I think she just hated it. Yeah, she didn't want to do it. I wasn't sure if there was like verbal abuse or anything on the set. Uh, there probably is, knowing the way things going now. Yeah. Uh, we liked the Suicide Squad. This, this was good. good. This was a good one. Just uh, keep up with our content, though. I mean, it, I mean, we kind of rushed through these last couple episodes. Just trying to get back on track after vacation and stuff like that, but Definitely. I, I think I mean we're doing what we're doing free guy next. It's free guys coming up next week. Yeah, that'd be exciting. I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, just check out our social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, we're not anywhere else. I mean, we we talked about doing TikTok, but we don't know what the fuck we even put on there. Pending. Uh, we try to get on Parlor. No, just for emergencies. But I, I don't know. I mean, I don't, but what the hell will we put on parlor? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what, what the fuck even? What is parlor? Is it, is it kind of just like Facebook for the right wing? Is that is that pretty much what it is? Yeah, I think it's Facebook for the very right right. <laughs> so we don't really have a place there. You know what? If if we get on there, we should start an insurrection just for Space Jam too, because that was just a catastrophe. A cinematic catastrophe. I'm okay. sure there's discussion posts on there about <laughs> Space Jam, too. That was awful, my God. But not Suicide Squad. We did like that. Yeah. We liked Suicide Squad. And um, On that note, this is Postcutter Brews. Thank you for listening. I'm Dave. I'm Matt. And I'm John. And thanks for listening. Bye-bye. See you later.